What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Flash Bandicoot. Ready to bring you back another great episode of Nostalgic Plays. With me for this episode is... Mm, this thing on. Nah. <laughs> What's yo, yo, yo? You know who the fuck I be. L-O-C-D-O triple G. Know what I mean? What's cracking? Same shit, different day, bro. You know how I be. Hell yeah, trying to stay. I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, 100, bro. God, no. <laughs> yeah, man, what's good with you? Oh, you know, man, just been chilling, man. Try to take it one day at a time. Yeah, I hear you, man. Just doing nothing but watch some college basketball, March Madness. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, shot. Yeah, I just want to say shout shout out to the to the four schools that made it to the to the final four, man. Oh yeah, shout out to these boys, man. North Carolina, Duke, Duke Nova, yeah. Houston, I mean, not 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 Houston, uh, Kansas. Shout out, shout out to those guys, man. Shout out to those to those boys, man. You know, put in that work. Now they find now now um. Finally, playing in New Orleans. Oh yeah. Also, shit. Can't forget the women. Shout out to Stanford. You know what I'm saying? I heard uh, they did that they thing last night. Oh uh, yeah. Stanford and. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, look. Yeah, look them up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been definitely yeah. been a. Uh, Man, you kind, you kind of, and it's going crazy right now. Double Man, overtime. Word. Double overtime. You talk about yeah. wanting. They hungry out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, Stanford and South Carolina. Shout out to them. Shout out to them, man. They, this is so. This tournament got a little hectic, didn't it? <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, awesome. Everybody trying to reach that prominence, man, that reach the rainbow at the end of the road. So they can get that big fat check. Yes. Bro. I don't That'll blame them. Probably improve that, that, that draft stock. As if they want to get into the draft and shit, you know what I'm saying? But also for some is, uh, you know, you know, just so they get get in the final four. Hell yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so shout out to these schools and I just wanna say a special give a, a, a very special shout out to uh uh Saint Peter's. Oh yeah, yeah, they they, they work their ass off. Man, they got they got nothing to be ashamed about, making it all the way to the V eight as a fifteenth seed. Yeah, that's that's nothing. To, that's nothing to laugh at. You know what I'm that's nothing to sneeze at. That's you know that's a that's the real deal. Thanks. Yeah, so shout out to them. Shout out to them and the coach. I know Holloway is gonna get a plenty of uh, coaching opportunities coming his way. Coaching at the oh. at the Power Five schools now. Thanks. Hell yeah. The Power Five conferences. So. You know that that that, I don't, that is one of the craziest runs I, I I've ever seen. Hell yeah! Who 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 they who they took it out? Uh, I know they took it out a couple. Of, 
And they beat yeah, they beat Kentucky. Yeah, for real. That's yeah. upsetting its own right. <laughs> yeah, yeah be, be, that, that that completely shattered my bracket. Oh yeah. The bracket busters. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they they beat they beat Kentucky, they beat Murray State, they beat Purdue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, so it, you know they they deserve they deserve they deserve a lot of credit. Oh yeah, what they did was no small feat. So, um, and uh, speaking of which, I think we gotta go ahead and go on with our topic for one of the best uh, one of the best tournament runs, surprise runs, Cinderella runs. Who are the yeah. darlings of the who are darlings of the tournament? The darlings. <laughs> the little indie darlings as they say in the the wrestling world, got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the underdogs, man. Who do you like what do you think of some of the best uh some of the best runs? From an eighth seed or lower in the tournament, I I'd say uh I'm gonna say the the, the number thirteen uh the Liberty the the Liberty Lady Flames. Oh they, yeah, yeah they was they they ranked number they were coming in uh, uh the women's tournament ranked number thirteen, and they were able to um damn it Bobby. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, technical difficulties. No, they were able to f- freaking uh pull out some uh, upsets on some uh number four Penn State. They um uh, managed to knock out number five DePaul to make it to the Chattanooga Regional Finals semifinals against the number one LSU, who ended up uh putting their run to an end. You know. With a ninety to forty eight lopsided victory, but hey, they, 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 they put in that work. You know what I'm saying? They, they tied the Texas A and M's record for lowest seed to progress to the regional semifinals, which still hasn't been topped till this day. So, Ooh, man, women's team. What year was that? Two thousand five. Oh shit, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, how about how about this one? Um, in uh. 2013, uh, 13-seeded LaSalle in the likes of Boise State. Uh, look, dang, I, I just shit too. <laughs> well, take your time, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they made it all the way to the Sweet 16. I know they beat uh, Ole Miss in the second round. Mhm. You know, then uh Oh, Kansas. No, 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 Kansas State. And then they beat Boise State in the first four, which is pretty much the playing round, and then they beat Kansas State and then they beat Ole Miss before falling to Wichita State in the Sweet 16 round. Who who themselves had a had a had a great Mhm. a nice seat upsetting you know, upsetting uh, Gonzaga, the one-seeded Gonzaga, 
beating LaSalle, upsetting Ohio, the Ohio State, of course, and and was very close of upsetting Louisville and might have won the championship had it had it not been for um, had it not been for Luke Hancock of, of Louisville who was just scorching them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. It's crazy. Like, so these number one seeded teams going into the, the tournament, they, I feel like they be snoozing, don't you think? Yeah, you know, yeah. But I think also you have to start giving credit, especially in this day and age of, of some of these smaller schools of, yeah, you know, yeah, taking, yeah. It, taking it to, uh, to, these, to these big schools because – if you, because especially a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of it a lot of it uh, you can say a, a big factor was because of the the transfer portal, mm-hmm. which is basically which basically means that they can they can request to leave the school, and then once they are once they are allowed once they are granted to go to leave. Uh, they they are allowed to play, you know. They're allowed to be recruited, which is, in other words, like being um, being a free agent, right? And so for that, and so um, and and so with that, especially the new rules saying they do not have to sit out for a year. Mm-hmm. And so, where's that leading up to? Is that um, that some of these schools? Is that now that these guys who are playing in these 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 players who are playing in in, uh, in these uh, big universities are now uh, transferring out of them, and now they're going to these small schools, are going to these mid-major conferences, right? And they are now uh, and they are now uh, leveling up the tap. Now you get you get that one talented player. Along with, right, you get you get them, and then secondly, with m- many of these schools, you know they, you know they are one and done players, right. So these one and done, or their best players are one and done, or no more than two years. All these schools, all these smaller schools, have have a group of players who are there three, four years. Right. Yeah, getting as much experience as they can. <laughs> yeah. So, and that help you know that builds chemistry, and then that that builds up for for moments like that, and then that. So now they are ready to play against these big schools. Right. And you know they got you know and they got so get so getting a a talented <laughs> player along with a talented player too along with with the with the three four year stay. Now, now the playing field is you can say is leveled. Yeah, and now you can say because now because it's safe to say that that the, that these mid major schools get slept on because because you know they got you know they're okay sure they don't have the, the talent that that they think at this time at that time is going to be an NBA talent. But yeah, yeah. we've seen this before. You know how some of them turn into you know NBA talent. You know like. Like uh, John Morant coming out of Murray State. Yeah. Nobody. Small market school. Small school, yeah. Like, like remember with um, Steph Curry coming out of Davidson. Thanks, yeah. So, yeah. You, know, you know, 
Uh, Steve Nash with Santa Clara. So, so you get so you get these schools, right? Yeah. These schools, all of a sudden now that they got all of this, they're you know they got some talent and they're ready to play against these top dogs. They are they come ready and then and if you're if you're like if you're the likes of Kentucky, uh, Duke, Kentucky, Duke, Carolina, Kansas, you know. Baylor, Gonzaga. If you're not careful, you know, if you're those schools and you're not careful, no, those those other schools are still your lunch money. You, you won't even realize it. Oh yeah, that's where you. Oh, that's where you. You gonna look like a sucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna get sneak attack. Really? Uh, you know how they say: the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Really? Yeah, then you know. Then also, you got uh George Mason. That's another uh school. Back in two thousand six, that's another great run. Come out of the Colonial Col- Colonial Athletics Association, located yeah. in the D.C. area. Oh, and those of you who don't know, LaSalle is located in Philadelphia. It's part of the the, Phila- the Big Five in Philadelphia, the Big Five schools. If you don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Huh? I was like, Google it, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, for real. And then you got, yeah, then you got these, uh, yeah, George Mason, they... They beat North Carolina, or they beat Michigan State, North Carolina, Wichita State, and upset one-seeded uh, UConn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as an 11 seed. And you got 2006 VCU, who, from the same conference, if I remember correctly, or I think Atlantic 10, but they were criticized for for being in the the play in the first four round. Everyone thought no, they couldn't do it. They shouldn't be in it. But they proved again, they proved everybody wrong. <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, um they beat you know, they beat uh they beat USC, Georgetown, Purdue, Florida State and Kansas. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The final four, and yeah, they made it to the final four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine. Yeah. So imagine just against another Cinderella team, Butler, no, no less. Who, oh yeah. Who was coming in as the uh, the AC. number eight? Yep. Oh yeah. Um, Say exactly a year after losing a national championship game at the final buzzer as the fifth yeah. seed. Yeah, Dude. losing losing Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lost a couple of key players. You know, a couple of key players were gone, but you know, do, you know, they found a way to uh, to keep going. Yeah. 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 They, I, mean, I mean, they they beat. Pittsburgh and a one-seeded Pitt, Pittsburgh, 
they beat Florida. Then of course they beat a uh, fellow fellow Cinderella team that year, VCU. <laughs> and then you know, I feel like that run was impressive than the than the previous year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially since they was the the they was coming in a lower seed than it was the year prior. Yeah. You know, they were struggling early in the season. Right, they didn't you know, they didn't know where to go, but then you know, they, they found their stride and then now they're and then they see saw themselves back in the national championship. I I mean that 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 alone deserves uh deserves some acknowledgement. Oh yeah, yeah. Because and... Yeah, you got that and then you got uh you know, LSU in 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 nineteen eighty six. Oh yeah. Man, nah, they know, did some... Huh? I was like, yeah, they did some godly stuff in eighty six. <laughs> uh, you know what was crazy about early in the season? How they were that a lot of guys were out. It was so bad they got football players playing. Damn. Imagine that. Yeah, for real. And that's crazy as hell. Yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Like you, you had to get you had to get teams from other teams. <laughs> you had to, to get you had to get like other other get athletes from other teams to to, to be on your team to play. Dudes who barely who rarely play the sport. <laughs> they came through. They did what they did was nothing to sleep on. They who they top number six Purdue in the opening round, followed by beating number three Memphis, number two Georgia Tech, and number one Kentucky, which is yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I can't forget about the previous year, Villanova in nineteen eighty five. Oh yeah, yeah. They came in with a nineteen and ten record. <laughs> Mhm. Yeah, they know. Yeah, A-list. Yeah, they beat number nine Dayton. Surprise number one Michigan. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Mm. They made the final four. They. They beat Memphis, oh. right? Yep. Be Memphis and then face number two Georgetown, number one Georgetown for the title. Despite Patrick right. Ewing, <laughs> they they still was able to edge them. Uh, oh yeah, okay. They beat North Carolina in the lead eight round. Oh, and guess who? Want to know who was on that team? Who? TNT's favorite guy to roast. Mm-mm. <laughs> Don't tell. Kenny, with Barkley's infamous triple single, triple single, cause yeah, he he did have a bad game. That was the game they was talking about too. Yeah, (laughs) the triple single, triple single. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That run was, yeah, that Villanova run was crazy. I mean, especially how they beat Georgetown. Oh yeah, I mean, Damn. they shot like seventy, like seventy-five percent on the 
on the court. Oof. Hey, one of neighbors. Rarely missing. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Just playing flawless basketball. <laughs> he hey, said, oh, Hakeem Olajuwon used to tell me this all the time back when we was playing. Can you bring me, me some water? I forgot Barkley. I forgot who he picked. Somebody. He was a two-time All-Star. Kitty goes. Goes. They they were two-time All. Everyone liked him, of course, because he got. Yeah, of course, anyone would like him because they have two All Stars. Barkley goes. That's two more than you. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny. Oh man. Yeah, no. Or uh, when uh, oh man, or what else did he say? Barkley said some funny shit. Yeah, Barkley, yeah, man. Kenny, Kenny, hell no. Yeah, used to say this to me all the time. Can they bring me some water, please? Can they bring me <laughs> Hell no. No, that's two more than you. Oh, yeah, they were saying, oh, yeah, they were saying all the legends are here here today. Shaq, Kenny, and Charles. He, and, and Barkley goes, wait a minute. When did Kenny, since when did Kenny become a legend? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nah. <laughs> oh, you know, can we say, man, if the president came to you, he wouldn't know who you is. <laughs> is that, can, can you bring me a hot dog? Hell no, man. And then, of course, don't forget about... Uh... I mean, we've seen crazy runs... Oh, yeah, but... Hell yeah. But you know what they say, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Harder they fall. The harder they fall. But hey, you gotta give it to them, man. They, these Cinderella teams, they, 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 come, they, they, come, they come out alive when it matters the most. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and there's a thing people gotta realize. It's one game. Right, yeah, it ain't, it ain't no seven game format like like the NBA. Like once you 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 see either do or die every uh every yeah. round. I remember talking to a friend about this, to, about why why it's good to see these underdogs. And he's like, he want to see the blue bloods. And I said, well, if they well if they want to be in the final four regularly, and they gotta then don't play like a bum. Don't play like a bum in the tournament. <laughs> don't, don't don't be like any bum, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, anchor. Uh, they found out my mixtape was dropping. They was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we ain't gonna let you promote that." Sh- uh-huh. Not uh, my. Oh, they're trying to slap you like Will Smith did to Chris Rock last night. <laughs> you ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> you ain't gonna talk about. <laughs> Uh-uh, cause hey, I don't give a damn what anybody say. Will Petty is hell too, cause he was laughing on the low. I'm snitching, Will. You was laughing too. I seen it. Damn, Will Smith gonna look for you to slap the shit out of him. 
<laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Just stating the facts, brother. You was laughing on the law too. It's cool though. We ain't for to get too in depth on it. <laughs> yeah, no, just know I seen you, Will. He was laughing. <laughs> Hell no, I never seen some. Why <laughs> he Batman slap him though? <laughs> <laughs> Pow! Uh uh-uh, uh, man. Right? Shit. Uh, I'm so pro- uh, Chris Rock had to be a consummate professional for that shit, cuz. Like, bro, why did he try to duck, though? No. Right? <laughs> that slap was slow as shit. Like, Chris. I, I, I wish somebody would do that shit to me. <laughs> that slap was slow as hell. He could have done that. I, that kind of looks staged, man. If you ask me, that kind of looks staged for that had to be the slow ass slap. Right, because he could that slap was blockable. He could have blocked that slap. <laughs> All right. Shit, listen, if anybody steps up to me like that, they're getting just stepping up into my personal space, they're getting that three piece in a soda. <laughs> Right, as soon as that wind up, as soon as he did the wind up, that's that slow motion shit. Trying to right. make slow motion look cool, everything looks better in slow motion. For real, uh, I bet you in his head, he was going at 32 two miles an hour in his head with that slap. Or try to uh, create like an anticipation, play some like Beethoven shit, you know, like right. in those dramatic scenes. All right, do I block it or duck? Block it or duck? And he thought about it too late. <laughs> I don't know why he would think about it too late. He had all the time in the world to think about it. Yeah, he blocked it way too late. He was contemplating, do I block or duck? Block or duck? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Fucking personally, crazy. Personally, he could have blocked. I thought he should have blocked it. Right, he should have blocked that one. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have took that slap though. Like, come on, bro, that swing was so slow. Like a turtle could have. A turtle could have dodged that. A sloth. A sloth could have dodged that damn slap. <laughs> uh, oh man. But yes, as he was saying though, if you want to get to the final four consistently, don't play like a bum. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we digress. Get- we digress. Otherwise, you'll get slapped off and Chris Rock did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, but I think what else happens, too, is that some of these big, some of these small schools, they play a different brand of, of basketball than these big schools are accustomed mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Oh, you weren't playing like that when we played, y'all. <laughs> you know, like, like a lot of these, you know, big schools were playing – you know, like some like some of these small schools, you know, sometimes, you know, they were many times they were winning based on, you know, hitting a lot of threes and playing defense uh-huh. or shooting a lot of threes, especially. And then controlling and then controlling the tempo of the game, which many times we've seen that uh, one of the prime example was, uh, you know, VCU when they. You know, as I mentioned earlier, they ha- when they made it all the way to the final four, they you know a lot of threes playing full court press, you know playing full court press defense, and then you had uh, Loyola back in 2018, another great run. Mm-hmm. You know they you know they were making a lot of threes. Oh, yeah. You know they you know mm-hmm. they you know they got it were they were in position to win to win. 
or they, they, you know, they might have beaten Michigan. Who knows? But you know, but but uh, making it all the way there. I mean, that to me was one of the greatest runs. Oh hell yeah! I mean, Sister Jean. Shout out to Sister Jean. Yeah, we love you, sister. Yeah, it was like what a matter. Like the whole city was 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 rooting for him. They put it on for the city. It's for real. Put it on. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a one of a kind run. Then you got a. I'm pretty sure I'm missing some names right now. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, the number nine Arkansas back in '98. This is the the women's card. They had their they had their longest run in the dance. They entered the play as the number nine seed in the West region and knocked out number eight Hawaii, number sixteen Harvard, number five Kansas, and surprise number two Duke to make their uh first bid in the final four. Man, that's that's what's up right there. And then, however, they did they ended up falling to uh, Tennessee, the number one Tennessee by like. 29 points, but you know, it's all good because you know, they was they was number one, it was the number one seed, and you know, they well, then Tennessee was just one of the most down. Tennessee was that was at the height of Tennessee's dominance at that time, mm-hmm. too. Yep. Tennessee was a very good team, and you know, Arkansas, you know, what they did at that time was was nothing to overlook. Facts, yeah, you know, they're one of the you know. The, you know, so they did was great. It was just Tennessee yeah, was too much. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah, like start putting some respect in the women's game, and they get like, like there's been some unbelievable moments, games, and upsets. I mean, Creighton. I mean, Creighton uh, this year as a 10th seed. You know, they made a run all the way to the Elite A before falling to the the top seeded uh, South Carolina. I mean, they upset Iowa. I I I, I thought Iowa was going to be a Final Four caliber team, mm-hmm. and they beat them at the last second. See, yeah, you no, know, like it was unbelievable. They they beat Iowa. They beat Iowa State. I don't know who they beat in the first round, but but it was a unbelievable game. Oh, yeah. it was an unbelievable run. I mean, what an amazing job! Then you got Dayton back in 2014 as a 10th seed, making it all the way to the to the Elite Eight before losing to top seeded uh, Florida. I mean, I mean, and then you got 12. How about this one? People forgot uh, uh, Kent State. Damn, for real. State. In two, the twenty years ago, had one of the was one of the best. Uh, a very surprise run. They made it all the way to the to the elite A before falling to the to the to the runner up of that of that tournament, Indiana. Mm. I mean, they were beating. They beat Oklahoma as a tenth seed. They they beat Oklahoma State. They upset Alabama, two seeded Alabama, upset a three seeded Pittsburgh before falling to 
Indiana with a thirty finishing the season with a thirty and six record. And and you're not gonna believe who ended who was on that roster. Mm. Well, it was none other than future NFL Hall of Fame tight end Antonio Gates. Damn. <laughs> Yeah. You're that right, people. Antonio Gates, Hall of Future Hall of Fame tight end. Was hooping. He was hooping out there on them. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, that was a great run. And then don't forget about uh twelve seat in that very same tournament. Twelve seated uh was it? Oh, twelve seated uh Missouri. Mm. Who made it all the way to the A before falling to Oklahoma? Found <laughs> the Oklahoma in the Elite Eight. Yeah, I mean, like we said, you know, you you know, the beauty of this tournament is you just don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, uh, the unpredictable, predictable of ability factor is that uh, being an all-time harm. Yeah, and now it's like more unpredictable than ever. Uh, yeah, which is good. I, I kind of I, I like the like single elimination tournaments. Uh-huh. It definitely brings that 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 flavor that sometimes I wish the uh, NBA playoffs had <laughs> a little bit. You know? Yeah, one thing I like about watching these tournaments is watching how certain teams. Like you can like you know me since I, I I've been coaching for quite some time I, I always try to learn some you know different uh different ways that some teams play play two three different play a different style see how coaches would how they would uh adjust during certain scenarios and it's been a crazy you know and it it's been a crazy um. And it's something that I've been doing that because I always say, say, tell these young hoopers is watch college basketball more than NBA. You learn more from watching college basketball than NBA because NBA is becoming a somewhat of like, like an AAU game, almost any NBA game, unless you're the Golden State Warriors that just makes all these passes and then hit the open guy and, or even the Spurs, the then Spurs at the height of their, Dynasty, you know. So, yeah. and and so I, I just think that 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 these schools should not, you know, start should be started taken seriously, and it's just and it's, and, it, and and I don't even know where to be begin with, you know, the unpredictable we we see. Yeah, man, just yeah, just brings that it, it just brings that flavor to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You think a, a good team like a number one seeded team going in, they putting in all this work just to see it all slip yeah. through their fingers. And you know what hurts? Hit. You know it hurts sometimes with some of these teams walking in like the game's already been won before the, the yeah. ball's even tipped. Thanks. You know, it's like that's why you should never take your team lightly. For real. Especially now, they got 
They got ballers, and they are ready to play. <laughs> For real. So if you're not careful, <laughs> so you better not take that half step. Otherwise, right? Ain't no half. Big cat, Big Daddy Kane said it best. Ain't no half stepping, son. Yeah. So before we go switch uh, switch gears, we we have to go to our usual ad. Yeah, uh, this these episode of Nostalgia Plays is brought to you in part by. Hemp wraps. Wild hemp hemp wraps. If you're going to get high, you might as well get high healthy. <laughs> Wild hemp wraps. It's also brought to you in part by ICDC College. Get the best in your future by going with ICDC College. Also brought to you in part by Hennessy. Hennessy. Turn that negative four to a positive three. And it's, and, you know, El Patron gives you the strength to fight 10 guys in the bar. It won't guarantee you a win, but it will guarantee you a trip to the hospital. But it does give you the ability to slap like Will Smith. (laughs) Are we not for the get it to this? It also brought to in part by Mitchell and Ness. Mitchell and Ness has helped my main man, DJ Sparty, stay freed up with his Smush Parker L.A. Lakers jersey. With Uh, his Kwame Brown-style headband. (laughs) Speaking of Kwame Brown, he might give you that Will Smith flag. All right. (laughs) And don't forget... Oh, thank block. you for champ- thank you for champion for the champion brand. Always for hooking trying to I'm trying to vouch for you guys to bring back the retro jerseys you guys used to make back in the day. Hell yeah. My man Log Dog you don't want you know, we would love for you to hook my man Log Dog with some with the Kwame Brown Wizards jersey. <laughs> and a signature shoe. Let me get that signature shoe too. Why not? Okay. And then get some starberries, some Stephen berries. Starberries. <laughs> Look, Doug will be will be at the will, will be at a Stephen berries near you to sign an autograph of a pair of star, of starberries. <laughs> the CBA Finals edition, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget about New Era. Help my man Look Dog with his drippiest fitted. You wouldn't. It would be great to know what he's wearing, but he's always rocking. But he's always having the headband wrapped around it, outside of it. Yeah, y'all don't deserve to see my swagger. You know what I mean? Also, shout out to uh, New Era. You know what I'm saying? Helping my main man DJ Spotty stay fitted up with the freshest caps, with with the bandana underneath. You know what I'm saying? That that fabulous lick. But can't oh, forget, can't forget the also special the band aid on the face. And guess what? He ain't, I ain't even got a cut. He ain't even got a cut on his face. You know what I mean, I know you ain't talking wearing headbands in the club. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Hey, we saw you. They saw you rocking the double headband. <laughs> Man, I heard. I heard they saw you wear. 
You know, wearing a headband, a do-rag, and then lift one pant leg up to your knee. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Doing that diddy shimmy. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> doing that, you know, trying to rap like G-Death. I'm done, yo. Back to our delivery. You got to do that little sh- Mm-mm. With a toothpick. Hell no. You know what? I ain't gonna fuck with you. Back to our regular scheduled program. <laughs> so, so what are your thoughts on the on the final four teams? Oh, it's uh, definitely uh, interesting. Uh, we still got a, a, a number eight seed still involved. Wait, not. Am I, wait, yeah, yeah North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, we still, have, we still have a number eight seed involved. So I think I, I think I want to pull for that young number eight seed, low key. But, but North Carolina is a better team than an eight seed. I felt like that was just disrespectful to that team, to that coach. Yeah. To, to, to shout out to Hubert Davis. You know he, you know, uh, an alum. A guy who who jumped into coaching world after having a solid career in the in the TV as an analyst in, on ESPN, and you know, he, and taking over for Roy Williams, who 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 won three national titles in his 18 year tenure there, and you know, so it was a tough act to follow. But Hubert Davis had has um has stepped up. I mean. They did beat Duke earlier this year in Coach K- in Mike Chichesky's last home game ever. Yeah. So this is so this should be an intriguing matchup. Uh, for uh, of course they're gonna make that as the main as the primetime game and rightfully so. Yeah. So, but um, we will save our comments for later on this for later on this week. Oh yeah. As we discussed, and then you got Villanova versus Kansas. Now that's gonna, that, I feel like that's gonna be the a heavyweight fight. I feel like that's gonna uh, go down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Bill Self and Jay Wright making their fourth appearance each. <laughs> yeah, damn. Well, and funny enough that the uh, last time they both were, to both teams were in the final four. It was against each other in the semifinals. So imagine that. Yeah, for <laughs> we meet again, old friend. Right, but uh, Villanova should be starting to be looked at as as the blue bloods. I mean, making it, you know, third Final Four in in six years, fourth Final Four in the last thirteen years. I mean, yeah, that's nothing to sneeze at. Two of which resulted in the championship. So. Uh, this Villa, you know, but what's gonna hurt is Villanova. One of the Villanova's uh, wing got one of their wings will be out for the year, will be out oh. for the tournament due to a ruptured Achilles. Oh, so that, that might that might come into effect. But uh, I feel like, and this is without going with my prediction, can you know can Villanova's defense uh, slow down um, Kansas's versatile attack? On offense, that's a, that's going to be a big question going into it. We saw how Kansas can play in the in the second, you know, how they did in the second half of yesterday's game against Miami, when uh, they put up 
50 points to, to Miami's 15 or 35 to 15, something like that. Either way, it wasn't looking good, goddamn. <laughs> by six in the in the second half and when it ended up winning, but you know, going in, you know, going to halftime and then winning by twenty, it, it just showed that th- this team can turn it on and they were and they're for real. So, um, it's so who knows how how it's gonna go for them moving forward. Oh yeah. yeah so. But yeah, so that that should be exciting. I and mean, you got the, I mean, you got two established coaches, and then you got one coach who's one coach who's on his last hurrah, while the while the other coach is making a statement as he can be a head coach because he's got the ability. A bill of sale. Abilities. <laughs> but yeah, this tournament was just crazy. All the you know, Gonzaga went down. Tennessee went down. Yeah, Kentucky got shocked. <laughs> mm-hmm. all, Baylor, all the premier heavyweights got got bounced yeah. out of that. Even some of the better teams all year. You mean? I mean others. I mean Auburn. Auburn got punked by uh, by Miami. But then again, Auburn never had that guard. And then he, my my belief is that, especially in college basketball, you need you need a guy. You need a point guard. You need a, a point guard who can score come tournament time, you know, especially in crunch time. You know, like, it's very important around this time of year. <laughs> and so, that's all right. So, and so Auburn got exposed of that real quick. Yeah, too damn quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why they were out in the second round. And then uh, Baylor, you know, Baylor got where, you know, Baylor who made a roaring comeback, but, you know, felt like they just ran out of gas at the end. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah a little too little too late. Yeah, I mean, they did take the game into overtime, but that was it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, you give it to them. They 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 fought, and and was by the number eight. See that's what I'm saying, man. I'm about to stick with with this underdog. Yeah, and then uh, shit. Yeah, and then um, I I read so I read an article last week talking about um, Urban Meyer's tenure and. With the Jacksonville Jaguars switching to switching one more gear, yeah, which year? Man, how it was! Um, it was the most toxic environment that any of them ever went to. I mean, he really did not know what he was getting himself into. I mean, he had an ego that was like crazy. Damn. Like, like he basically felt like it was gonna be, it was gonna be like that, you know. He had an ego. He felt entitled. You know, like he out here questioning all the guys' resume, calling them losers and shit, and then, you know, realizing that you know these guys are not nineteen, 20, nineteen, twenty years old. 
You can't coach <laughs> them like they're college, man. These are grown ass men. There's players union. There's, you know, these guys are making more money than you. <laughs> For real. You know, like you know, you, you're not gonna treat them. You're not gonna treat them like the way you can at Ohio State or Florida. And and to and to this act right there is like it's it just it disgusts me. It's just very sickening that a that a scumbag like him is even considered to have a job. Shad Khan, I'm sorry, but you're the biggest idiot in the world to even hire him. That there's all the red flags in this world. There's all the red flags of the idea of hiring, and yet you still wanted to hire him. Yeah, you're a you're a bozo for that. Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna say it like this, man. Say, <laughs> so, what you trying to, what you trying to take that next step? Because you gotta think about it. Jacksonville been sucking ass for like forever. <laughs> so yeah, I feel, but... I, I feel like at that point he was just trying to do anything. That's for measures. Yeah, that was, yeah, but yeah, he just yeah. poured gasoline on the fire with that one. Yeah, but then Urban Meyer, you know, you know, first of all, he's, you know, he didn't even travel with the team after after a road loss. He stayed with, you know, he stayed in Ohio for reasons I don't think we'll ever come to understand. And then you out there, then you out there kicking it, you out there kicking players, kicking it. I mean, you kicked your kicker. Right. And then how do you because, how do you outkick the kicker? Shit. He and then he's uh, because you can and because you are the you know to me you're a fucking asshole and you deserve and you deserve everything that's happened to you, man. Like Urban Meyer. Next time, learn. If I was Urban Meyer, I would not even leave the house. I'm just staying. I'm staying home. I'm not even showing my face in public. Man, I'm selling drugs. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm getting the new field. <laughs> Shit, he shouldn't be doing it. Shit, he should stay away from football. I won't even let him coach a pee wee football team. Mm. Not even them London silly nannies. Even they deserve better than that. <laughs> it's like yeah. he really does not like. He was really ignorant of how the of how the NBA or how the NFL. I'm sorry, how the NFL is. Is that that the, the that there's a business side of of NFL, yeah. right? And then right. and then many of these guys that you listen. Why are you why are you threatening these guys' jobs when you're the one who hired them? <laughs> that's like oh no, that's like it's like I'm hiring like putting like your on. Let's say you start a, a cartel, right? And you put your homies on, but all of a sudden your homies get successful, and you want it now. You want to snitch on them? How you gonna snitch on the motherfuckers you put on? Shit, no, it's just when something goes bad. Like no, but but it's like like okay, we're starting a podcast. Let's say we're gaining ground, right? Yeah. Let's say we got an opportunity, and then something slips. It's like me blaming one of you, the Don or Jazzy, or Jazzy. Shout out to them. Shout to, these, shout to these boys, but it's like me blaming some one of y'all or threatening y'all job, saying, "Show me why I should keep you." You know what I mean? 
Like, I brought you guys in. Why would I do that, you know? Yeah, that shit's crazy. Yeah, and then for, for Urban Meyer to do that, calling them losers and shit, like his ego was that big, I go, bro, like, you were 2-11. and 11. Nah, you had like, you, you was undefeated. You, you got nothing <laughs> to talk about. Hey. You're 2-11. and 11. You, 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 like, you are not even using the quarterback's potential. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Probably one of the best college football players. And Trevor Lawrence is one of the a highly prospect, a, a generation type talent, and it's like what he what happened to him was just unknown, just because how bad it was in Jacksonville. Not to mention that 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 they're setting him up to fail. He's being set up to fail. It's just so bad that how can you blame Trevor Lawrence for any wrongdoing when Urban Meyer out there kicking and threatening, threatening everybody and and saying, and then and then not knowing and then you know every you know every week you know game plan right who to look out for right mm-hmm. didn't even do so, that much he didn't even know who Aaron Donald was, bruh. How ignorant can you be to say? To say, uh, who, who who's that ninety nine guy from the Rams? Mm, yep. Or who's number nineteen from the from the San Francisco Forty ers They don't even need to know. Just know that they, they your worst nightmare, B. It's like, it's like, are you really trying to play stupid, or are you really trying to, or you really have that much of, or you really have that, or your head is really that far up your ass? Fucking ego! Your your his head was up his ass. He had his head so far up his ass <laughs> that now now look at him. Everybody everybody is laughing at him. I, I mean, just laughing at him. Yeah, man. Just look at how much of a joke he really is. I'll give you that. He was a good, you know, listen, if you want to say, well, he was a good coach at Ohio State, I'll give you that. All right? You can do more with Ohio State. But, I mean, you really had to get fired. I mean, the only thing that's worse or that's just as bad as, with Urban Meyer getting fi- fired was Bobby Petrino quitting when he was coaching at the Atlanta Falcons. When he was coming from Louisville, now coaching the Atlanta Falcons, realizing that the NFL, the NFL is not, you know, the NFL was not meant for him. He got up and quit. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm Gucci. And at least he had some, at least he lived while he had some dignity. Urban Meyer was trying to like, you know, was trying to believe that it could work. And there was no way in hell that I don't think anybody would want to stay there. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it, it's pathetic. It's pathetic for Urban Meyer. His ego has to be broken, shattered. <laughs> Victimized, <laughs> conquered. <laughs> you know, you know, Urban Meyer is the biggest piece of shit in NFL history. That's the worst hire of all hires. I blame Shad Khan for this bulky, 
I feel like Balky Balky deserves blame because he's not because he's very competent in his own right. But mm-hmm. I don't but I, but I don't put that blame on it. But I put that blame on the owner more than Balky, the general manager. Because because it was the owner's call on hiring Urban Meyer. Yeah. You know, I mean, this guy. I mean, this guy already has had a bad rap. You know, from uh, you know, from covering up a an uh, a domestic abuse allegation to to having no control over the Florida program to uh, you know, and to really, you know, to really think. Listen, the NFL. Coaching college and pros is two different things. You're coaching a bunch of grown men. Okay? Right? Yep. You're coaching a grown men league. These guys have unions. These teams, all right? They have agents. They have, I mean, they, and, and they're getting paid more than these coaches. Coaches. So who, and understanding that that uh, there are certain policies that they have to go through, there are certain you know you have to you have to watch game film like like tirelessly. Oh, tirelessly is the right word, but you have to be in, you know be in the you know be in the office and watching game film constantly, time in and time out. And then you got like, you know, and and then and then you got the got the media. So I mean, there's more two things than just football. There's business, yeah, and then you know, you, you know, unlike college, where where it's you know, where listen, everybody in the NFL, you know, I know I know everybody sits here and talks shit. You know, this guy's a bum. He sucks and whatever. But they're but they're in the NFL because they're better than most people can, because they're better at football than most people are. I don't want to hear this ignorant of oh I can play better than him. I want to see you try. <laughs> For real, right? So 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 going so as I digress in that in that department, you know, the thing with Urban Meyer is is that um yeah. You are facing, you are facing some some of the best athletes in the league. You're facing the best players in the in the world because they, you know. And then things like things what he did is the reason why they call it not for long. Info stands for not for long. NFL, <laughs> not for long. Cause you, yeah, cause you don't know how to, cause you don't know how to control your team. You think, or you think everything is a uh... peaches and cream, mm-hmm. sunshine and yeah. strawberries. That's what you think. No, yeah, fuck out of here. Like, like, like Urban, like Urban Meyer disgusts me. That dude's a piece of shit. Like fuck him, man. <laughs> yeah, man. 
It's like it's like it's like uh, like everything you work for now, you, you a joke. You a clown, motherfucker. And and so and so, uh, and so hopefully Jag hopefully Jaguars get you know they upgraded a much a much upgraded hire, Doug Peterson. Oh yeah. I heard they, they got some good luck in the draft this year. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, so a lot has to be remained. Uh, so so we'll have to keep an eye on that, and and we'll see, and we'll see how that goes. Maybe maybe everything stays the same. Maybe there's finally positive changes. Hell yeah! All I know is next season Bears in five. <laughs> That's like saying Alicia Keys will finally hit you up. Hold on now. Hold on now. Never say never. <laughs> on that note, we're going to end the night. Never say never. We're going to end the recording just like on that note. <laughs> oh, hey, you got, I got a final word? Oh, uh, yeah, man. All my peoples out there, stay black. You know what I'm saying? Alicia Keys, I love you. Don't listen to what this dude's saying here. Um, Yeah, man. Y'all stay black out here, man. I'm L-O-C-D-O Triple G in a place to be. Make sure y'all follow us on the gram, the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, man. Shout out to Jazzy Jeff and Shonda Don. Y'all stay black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll be sure to give you some fire episodes coming up in the near future. Show us some love on, on our social media accounts. Uh, at Nostalgic Plays on Instagram. At Nostalgic Plays 2 on Twitter. On, on Twitter. On Twitter. So so follow us there. And be and uh, be sure and, and uh, be sure to put the word out there about our podcast. Yeah. So, so tell, uh, tell, your, tell your friends about us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so please be safe out there. Please be safe. Please don't keep your... don't slap nobody. Keep you <laughs> stay safe. Keep, keep... Please be please be calm. Please be mm-hmm. at peace. Eat don't right. Stop... Mm-hmm. Yeah, be safe out here. Don't don't say anything that that might get that might result in slap in a slap fest. <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. And just like that. Peace, everybody. Peace. I'm out.